Hi, y'all. Today we are back at the Russell. And if you haven't checked it out, you've got to go to their website, russellnashville.com. It's a historical church in East Nashville that has been transformed into a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. And one of our favorite things about the Russell is their mission. Their mission is all about giving back to the community. They have this program called Rooms for Rooms that every guest that stays here, a portion of that payment goes towards a homeless shelter to people who are in need. And you know what? You never know when you need stuff like that. So I just think it's amazing that the Russell does that. So check it out, WrestleNashville.com. Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. So for today's episode, we are going to share some behind the scenes BTS of an event that we had. It was actually, I feel like it was really a week long event. Loaded in and laid out was about four days. It was a large Indian wedding, which by the way, we absolutely love them. They are just so... The more detailed, the better. They're just, they're so hands-on and so fun. And we each had a different role at this event for all four days that we were there. We should have just stayed there, but the family was staying at this place because they can also house people there. So I was very focused on the design. Amanda, you were focused. On a lot of things, people, (laughs) vendors, things that come up. Asha, what were you doing? All over day of. I mean, sounds and linens and other things, trying to not make the floral bases, whatever, fall on the ground. Basically, GXP. Yes. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All of us. And this venue is their very first wedding. We were the first. Yay. <laughs> and they've never had anything like this. <laughs> we brought it in with a bang. But I will say a couple of things that we learned behind the scenes from being the first is I didn't really realize how being like a venue being on the lake, how it can be so effing hot during the day and so freezing cold at night. And the wind was not our friend. The wind, everything was set up perfectly for this event. It was in a tent and the mom did not want tent sides, even though they could have been clear now, looking back, I would have said, no, we have to have it at least coming off the lake because the wind coming off the lake, not only it blew over the DJ front, which it was like a domino effect, which then hit the head table, which shipped all over from the head table, which then shattered and went into the cake. The cake didn't fall, though. 
<laughs> we also had drapes hanging down from the tent poles, which is beautiful, but things that are beautiful are not always logistically sound. Uh-uh. And so they were hitting some things too. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like right before guests walk in, there's like glass on the floor shattering. <laughs> and so what, how did the caterer fix that? Did they like turn the glasses upside down? Mm-hmm. I think they, that's what they did. Yes. And then they poured water at the table once. Like we don't pour water super early because we don't want it to sweat. Yeah. And get the linens all wet. So they waited till the last minute. And so once they got some weight in the glasses, they weren't blowing over anymore. But prior to that, we were having some glass issues. Yeah. I mean, so much stuff broke. And again, it's like you can't control the weather people. Um, and I feel like a lot of this stuff, like the family never even knew any of this. Like, and they love hearing all these stories afterwards. <laughs> They're so cute. Like the cops are called because of noise. And then, but we have a noise ordinance. And thankfully, like we're very friendly with that community. Like I grew up in that community. Yeah. And they had just become zoned for residential housing. And so these were first event these were new neighbors and I guess they didn't really like all the noise they were making but I mean you kind of get an end to a private event I don't know who wouldn't like that right (laughs) and then like I didn't really notice we had all these gorgeous chandeliers I mean it was like Swarovski crystal decked out and but then when it became nighttime I'm like why are these bulbs different did y'all notice that yes the brightness was different. Yeah. It was the brightness and the fact, I think it was the wiring that we had some issues with because, I mean, I, I remember that. Like, we couldn't turn off just one section. Or dim them. Yeah, because, like, all of the lights were on one wire, I guess, is the best way to explain it. Yeah, I don't really know anything about that. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not an engineer. But, um, yeah, it was just a lot of odd things. These are just things that you don't really think of until it's happening and they kept saying like it's so bright it's so bright Um, and then the lighting person was like it's dimmed all the way down I and so you know I continue to ask more questions which again helps us be better um at one point I think I would have just been like turn them all off like you did yeah we did (laughs) we turned them all off because we still had up light Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like it was dark like no one wants to be dancing in blinding light (laughs) yeah right like but they were all good dancers so, I mean, what do you what what do you guys mainly remember from that? I mean, it was just that so much. Yeah, that wedding in general. I think the band stands out to me a lot. And Aja, you can attest to this for Saturday, but Friday night they were also very I don't know, disorganized is the right word, but very. Uh, cultural differences were coming up and things that they needed that weren't communicated and I think they had driven down from Chicago and it they were kind of demanding what they needed and we weren't told the things that they needed so we didn't really have them and so just trying to scramble to get all of this worked out and then they uh and you know traditionally and culturally I know that they had to do their thing but they weren't going by our timeline and so it made communicating with them quite difficult. I definitely agree. Um, I, I remember, and I think a large part of this is just not enough research on my end. Um, yeah, for, yeah, and there's, a, there's a, I don't even know what the ceremony is called, but 
essentially, I think the lead up was the bride and the groom had asked you all to stop at a certain point because they didn't want the priest to go on. Yes. And the father of the bride, he's like, please get him to stop talking. Like he won't stop talking. Exactly. (laughs) And, but you know, and that's fine and all, but like when it actually comes to it, if I can just explain to you how uncomfortable it is to walk in front of hundreds of people and, you know, I can't, you can't go up on stage because traditionally I don't, She's like, I don't want to walk on it with my shoes. Exactly. It was a big white, we had white coverings on it, so it would have gotten dirty. So that's understandable. Exactly. And I mean, can you just imagine just being at an event and the planner just walks in the middle of the event and just stops it? That's essentially what we were. 400. (laughs) Exactly. It was so uncomfortable. And um, they're just really like culturally, like I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable doing that. And I didn't know if that was even allowed. Um, but I do understand like where the bride and groom were coming from because the priest did go on for a very long time. He was a talker. He was. Or, I mean, down. three or four hours, three hours at least. I mean, it was <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a while. <laughs> so that was one fun thing. And um, I think Saturday evening during like the cocktail hour. Oh my God. So, someone in this room thought it would be a great idea. <laughs> I don't think it was my idea. I think it was, the venue director was like, oh, we have this new great system. system. Just download the app and you can control everything from there. And I didn't think to ask. I, I'd never even heard of it at that time. And it was much like Pandora. And I know like, I pay for Pandora, so I don't have ads. But I didn't realize what it was until. Yeah, so we we downloaded this system and um typically i'm you know overseeing like the band and music and um <laughs> we're going through cocktail hour everything is fine and then ads started we playing. all just like stop and we're <laughs> like what the hell is this i'm coming out of my skin <laughs> it was like turn it off ads started playing now if you can imagine there's about 400 guests here everyone of our team members were in all different spots i have no clue where the director is or our liaison and it's not working from my phone anymore. And I'm like dying. Like there's a lot of things being said on the radio. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how to stop this. And essentially, I don't think we ever got that figured out. We just kind of, we kind of rode with it. Um, I think we did turn it down. So it wasn't as audible. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could not wait for these guests to go over into the reception area. <laughs> They didn't have to uh, the cocktail anymore, uh, which was actually interesting. The, the escort. Yes, I was yes. going to. Yes, I was going to talk about that also. We had so bless her heart. Hearing over from our last episode, uh, we have a team member. She's great. Oh God. <laughs> uh, she gets kind of overwhelmed easily, and in hindsight, she probably wasn't who we should have assigned to this task because what we did with the escort cards which was really cool actually we had all these paper flowers made one for each guest and there was a pool house with windows all around it and we had used blue dots to attach them to all of the windows and people had to walk up and find them and so whenever we do something like that or ever when we do escort boards in general or escort cards we always have someone assigned there to help people locate their cards or else it it'll just take forever and so we had put one of our very organized team members there 
And again, we all have our strengths. And she just got very quickly overwhelmed because the language barrier was very prevalent and people were getting a bit overwhelmed and frustrated that they weren't able to find their cards, which their cards were there. They were just being kind of impatient. And uh, this team member, she came back, she's like, do not ever put me in a room like that again. And, you know, by myself and, and yes, we probably should have had someone else standing there with her, but she was very overwhelmed. So when you're assigning your team members to certain tasks, just make sure that you're putting the people who are going to handle the task best with each task. She normally handles the seating chart. So I think. Right. I think it was more so the language barrier that yeah. was overwhelming to her and that there were people yelling at her. <laughs> I Which just yell back. For me, for me, I don't even yell back. I'm just like, okay, like I'll. With a smile. I'll, I'll help you. Like, we don't have to get nasty here. Yeah. And then also to like, this is one of those where the client was so laid back, like they wouldn't give us answers. They're like, oh, we don't care about the music. We don't care about that. I love it. Cause I think that people, and I think part of that is that we handle and take care of so many things that they sometimes don't even realize that their wedding's coming up until the week before. And then they're like, oh God, like I got to get all this information in. And then we have vendors waiting on things. Our team is waiting on things. And even that day, they were still working on their Spotify playlist for breaks and stuff like that. So it's just interesting. Yeah. And I think load in too, because it was such a crazy load in, load out. Like some of our trucks, didn't they like, run into each other had like a minor wreck or something i don't think anyone ran into each other but trying to locate people to move their vehicles uh it's and i love all of our vendors but after you unload please move your truck because other vendors yeah. need to come in and when there's not a ton of room and there's not a ton of docks and really there wasn't a dock anywhere at this venue please move your truck uh so other people can unload and then also, I remember right before the ceremony started, the venue manager and I were out there, like, this was a point where I did yell, because, like, the ceremony was about to start, the bride was about to come out, and, like, this minivan from one of the caterers <gasps> was going to be in her picture. Oh, yeah. And, like, we got him to park behind this certain area where he wouldn't be seen, and I guess that he wanted to leave, and I was like, well, that's too bad, buddy, because you're going to have to wait here until she walks down the aisle. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And I kid you not, we had tables set up for, he drove through the tables he sure to did. get out. And like, I'm like, how did he even do that? He didn't even knock anything over. It's the weirdest thing, but yeah, it's interesting. Your people are not always on the same page. They're not. For I guess they don't sure. care that their bright red minivan is going to be in the spread pictures, which it wasn't, but had the potential to it's just crazy and then also we had lots of different caring companies because they were friends with them and then we hired a management company that we're familiar with and they're familiar with us and we did have a meeting with but there were like 15 people there and they were all speaking in a different language which Angela and I are sitting there and we're like this is all fine like after they're <laughs> done normal after they're done talking like they'll communicate to us what we need to know and the catering team that we had coming to manage it it's actually really funny we have a video maybe we'll share it behind the scenes oh yeah and if you look in the video you can just see their faces like their eyes are bugging out of their heads because they're so overwhelmed but we're just kind of like yeah 
we'll get the information that we need. <laughs> but they were just like, wow. It, it sounded like these people were arguing, but they weren't. They were just having a passionate conversation. Right. I love it when people are like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? I think some of the vendors were like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, this is kind of normal. The other really big thing is at these final vendor meetings, some of these vendors, they send people like just a representative from their company, but then that person's not there on the day of, and that is a huge communication flaw. Don't do that. Well, and that's the thing. If you're going to send someone who's a representative for your company and they are not either one going to be on site or two communicate that information to the person who needs to know, then please don't send them. Like send someone who is going to either be there or communicate because more times than not with certain there's a communication disconnect because they don't get the timeline or they don't get the right version of the timeline or they're not communicated certain details that are really important. And then we have to spend time the day of remedying the disconnect. And also too, like I get it if you can't send the person that's going to be there and also understand shit comes up, right? So either videotape the meeting or voice record the meeting, make videos for your team so they understand like where to pull in, where to park. It's a huge ass property. Like we really try to over communicate. We use a free app called Marco Polo. We Marco Polo each other all the time. You can make groups on it, but it's just super uncomfortable. And then it causes this unneeded stress when we're like, we communicated this to you on, on the time online and 30 days ago so why can't you all translate the information so that if you have questions ask them but please like try to ask them before the day of yeah that helps us a lot um but there's never a stupid question and we love questions because then that means people are paying attention and trying to clarify things before the day of Right. It, I mean, if you have a question on the day of, like, it's better that you ask it too. But right. Like, it's, it's preferred that you would ask it in advance, and that helps everyone. Yeah. The other big thing, too, with this one is, you know, time-wise, it's never perfect. And so asking your client ahead of time if they want photo and video to stay longer, if they weren't hired to stay the whole time, like having to go and track down the parents and be like, this is how much it is. Do you want them to stay? Which normally we would never do we would always I don't do that it's like you stay until the end buddy you need to capture the whole story but they had hired an out-of-town destination photography company which they they did a great job but they were not familiar with how we worked and their contract was put in place before we were ever even contacted so you if you can just ask your client and then there's those photographers that are like, we can just do a big stage exit. And it's like, no, we're not breaking up the party. We're not going to do that. Uh, it's just weird. So make sure that you know that ahead of time. I don't know why we didn't and why they didn't answer us. I know we asked. But, you know, of course, they wanted them to stay for the rest of the time. Then in the background, there's like her sister wanted to bring her little small dog, but there were no dogs allowed on the property. And so she like smuggled in this dog. Her sister also didn't want Valet to park her car, but we needed it to be moved. And mm-hmm. so she got upset and she cried. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Another really funny thing, and this really, I don't really know what could be learned from this other than, there's really nothing to be learned from this other than it's funny. Apparently, none of us knew 
the dad's name. <laughs> and <laughs> the vet, we were calling him Jay the whole time. And I, I mean, I just kind of, Angela had met with them before I met with them. So I just kind of assumed that was his name. And that's all I had ever heard him be called. But the venue manager called him that. And he, (laughs) the dad goes, who is that? Why do you keep calling me that? (laughs) We're we're like, we're all looking at each other like, uh, Oh, we thought your name was not his name, which we found out later what his name was. Yeah. And he goes by an acronym too. Yeah. It's like short for his actual name. Because all their names, they're kind of hard to pronounce, especially if you have a Southern twang. Pretty funny. <laughs> I think we already told them about like the falls and 911 and security. If you missed that in one of our previous episodes, I know that we talked about it already. Um, and then when people drink, man, they just get funnier. I think they have like this whole argument about going to Taco Bell and who was eating what. And then Taco Bell, we had used our credit card so much that weekend that. I don't know. We oftentimes get holds put on stuff, and then would, they wouldn't let you write a check or something. Well, no, and you know, <laughs> talk about. I am. I guess that I'm weird, and like I don't eat meat, and so, and I actually know that like Taco Bell is a pretty. They have like a pretty good like vegan and vegetarian menu, but I just don't frequent Taco Bell. Uh, I just don't. So. It it was just a very interesting experience for me, especially because I went to go get this Taco Bell for the couple, which was not planned. And um, the sister of the bride and like all her friends were saying that how much they love Taco Bell and like they want to have Taco Bell in their room before, like when they come in at night, which also I don't understand. That just sounds kind of gross yeah. to me, but, but we went to get some Taco Bell and I will tell you. Like I said, I don't drink with Taco Bell, so I don't know if this is normal, but Taco Bell is busy at 11.30 at night. It took 45 minutes to get, like, six tacos. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And, like, I, I just don't understand, but I guess the rest of America likes Taco Bell a lot. But, yeah, they... It was the only thing open. <laughs> right. They, um, they don't take checks, apparently, at this particular Taco Bell, and... Uh, our card had been put <laughs> on a, yeah, it had been put on like a security hold, and um, it was it was just a whole thing. And the, bless the people at Taco Bell because I just I just don't think that they know how to think on their feet. So I kind of calculated it all for them and got it taken care of. I'm just kind of like, good night, like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal's is the same way. The other night we got done and one of our girls, some people were staying. Um, in fact, we all slept, half of us slept at the office, but they're like, we're really hungry. And I'm like, well, I can swing into crystals. Like they're the only thing open at four o'clock in the morning. And like, that's a whole nother story. But I'm like, I was busy driving a minivan around the gold. Oh yeah. Yeah. And traffic was crazy. It was crazy. I don't know what was going on. It was. And this is a side note. This is a totally different event, but this is from this past weekend. We had decorated this minivan because it was, it's, there's a whole story behind it. It's actually really cute. Um, and they, I walked out, I saw how this minivan was decorated and there were streamers coming off of it and tool and, and writing. And I, Angela was like, we're going to have to cut some of this off before I go on the road. Cause I cannot see out the windshield. So the minivan was very well decorated. Hilarious. 
<laughs> and they they really liked it. It was cute. It was really <laughs> cute. But yeah, those if those late night runs, like I don't know if you want to open up the can of worms and ask your clients, like, are you gonna want something at the end of the night? And if you can better plan for that. Like we've had clients before tell us, like, we love crystals at one o'clock in the morning. We've arranged for it. We call. We order ahead. We pay ahead. We have it delivered, or we send someone to pick it up, and typically it's ready. Um, yeah. So try to try to just plan ahead. That that's the whole point. Other times we got people who are like, hmm, I'd like some Taco Bell. Yeah, like randomly. Sometimes I want to be like, it's closed. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> well, we got to wrap up here because we got to head to our next meeting. But thank you so much for listening. And if you guys have any crazy stories that will help others enlighten their experience in this wonderful world of weddings and events, please reach out to us and let us know. And thank you so much for tuning into Business Unveiled. One last thing that I just learned. Do you know that you can tell Siri just, hey, Siri, listen to Business Unveiled podcast. And it does it. It's, some, it's a new feature that the podcast app is built in and it is flipping amazing so give it a try hands-free when you're driving and be safe thanks so much for listening be sure to tune in next week have a great day bye if you found this podcast helpful please share it with your friends and i'm so very grateful if you leave a review be sure you are a subscriber so you never ever miss the juicy details of business unveiled Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com, where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.